Uh, so how's everyone's weekend? Oh, we have to do an intro, right? Are we doing an intro? Of I don't know. Kind? You want to do it? Yeah, I feel like if we want to have the kind of podcast. So Chris lost his voice. Chris lost his voice. He'll never speak again. Which, you know what? So I'm here again. He's going to write. Which is unfortunate for me. <laughs> Just kidding. We also dragged Mark. I'm here. I was here. say, friends, amigos, relatives, welcome to the Cat and Cloud podcast. I'm still here. I'm still the cloud. Sitting with Michael Fred Weiser III and Mark Gessler, head of coffee over here at Cat and Cloud. And we're going to have ourselves a conversation today. Semi-curated by Michael Weiser, but yeah, Chris lost his voice. Normally, he and I would be talking with one of our cool cards, but there's been a new development over the last week, and that's that Mark has, in his heart and soul, has decided that he wants to compete, and that's an exciting time. Compete not only for Cat and Cloud, but for himself in the coffee competition of Barista, I believe. Is this true? That is true. Along with, with Mark, Dulce has also... And she's not here today, but has has put her hat in the ring. She wants to do a cup taster. So it looks like, and uh, again, I can't I can't call this out 100% officially because I don't get to see it through, but it looks like Cat and Cloud may, for the first time ever, participate in barista competitions, which it, is exciting. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. And I, I got I to gotta give a lot of credit to Dulce. I've been watching her train super diligently over the past like many months. She's been doing triangulation cuppings, and I've seen her really entrench herself in the side of, you know, just learning about the coffees and the skill set you need to develop to succeed in that competition. And that coupled with going to SCA this year and, you know, seeing a little bit of the competitions, but more so just like talking. Like I got to talk to uh, Jason from St. Frank and, you know, after watching his competition, you know, after the fact online, I unfortunately didn't get to see it in person. But I don't know. I just I just got really inspired and I, I just have this feeling in my gut that it's something that I can do and I want to do. And yeah. I, I don't know. It just it feels it feels like the time, mm. and it's it's hard to put more tangibly than that. I re- I remember like even back in like 2014 when I was first getting into coffee, there was a lot of buzz where I was working around people that were doing the competitions and people were talking about like Charles Babinski and like everything was going on there. And I just got a lot of in- inspiration from watching those competitions. And it, honestly, similarly to this podcast, like hearing the things that people spoke about was very inspiring, not just in coffee, but in service and how we take care of people and, you know, translating that to like the producers we work with and those things. It just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's always been this thing that's kind of felt like a little bit of a, like a simmer, like, you know, the the pot's been on a simmer yeah. for the past like eight or nine years or so. Right. And now it feels like just recently this, it's been cranked up to a boil. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, I mean, you mentioned all of a sudden something happened in your gut. You're like, it's my time. I'm going to compete. That's, that's a good sign for one. So I'll affirm that. Cause I think when you feel that way is when um, something happens. I'm not going to tell you how that works. It's different for everybody, but something important happens when you're when you're feeling that way. So that's awesome. Was there something like when did that happen? What was it like to have that page turn? What you saw Dual say, but something was going on. Yeah, it's. I mean, it had. It's. It's really been like the slow build over these years. You know, I've. I. I love being a barista, and I. I don't get to be a barista very frequently now. You know, I do a lot of training i work with the baristas at cat and cloud a decent amount i work with our wholesale partners so i get to i get to share this craft and i i've always i don't know i i've always growing up like my brother is like a pure artist you know like he pen to paper draw everything he does creature concept art for films now and that was my perspective on creativity you know and what that outlet is and 
so growing up, like I always thought of myself as like not very creative at all. Like I always thought about like I saw that pure expression of like art out there in the world. But when I found like coffee and service, I realized there's so much creativity you can put into like not necessarily the technical side, but kind of mm. the technical side as well. Mm -hmm. But really like how you serve people and the experiences you give them when you're doing it. So I don't know. That was like a really big like spark in me. Like I when I found when I started working as a barista, mm -hmm. like I found that flow zone that I'd always been searching for, yeah. you know, or that like I didn't, I didn't think I had in that context. And yeah, I don't know this, the competition just feels like the, you know, kind of the, the peak of what it looks like to deliver at that level. And right. it feels like a, a good challenge for this point of where I am now, you know, I've gotten a lot of reps in over the years, like working actively on bar. And now I'm at this point where I get to share this craft that I love with people through mm -hmm. conversations and training and hands-on stuff. And yeah, I think that that's just kind of it. It's just been that. It's just like I want to I want to go to that try to get to that highest level of what we can do. Yeah. And am I hearing that you are experiencing this or or hoping to experience this concept of barista competition in a way like the competition itself would be the canvas that you would paint your art in? Is that kind of what I'm hearing, you know? Like Yeah, kind of. It's like it's maybe it's or is the competition the stage? Maybe it's the stage, the but stage. maybe it's I don't know. It's something it's it's multifaceted. It's like getting to prove to myself that I can do this, you know, yeah. which I believe that I can, but sure. there's something about that personal challenge. But then there's also just getting to, you know, there's, there's a lot of details to sort out about like mm -hmm. the coffee that we use and things like that. But especially here at cat and cloud, we're so story focused and we're mm -hmm. so about giving those experiences. And I want to deliver on that, like at yeah. this industry standard level, you mm -hmm. know, it's like not to sound like super high and mighty, but that's not high and mighty. I just, I, I think that's, I wanna, that's the goal. I want to do that. I want to represent like, not just like myself, but like what we do here, yeah. like the producers that we work with and like what we search for in our coffees. Like there's just something every, every company has their unique way of doing it. And I think we have this thing mm -hmm. and we talk about it a lot internally and we share a lot to our teams and, you know, we're active on social media and we're making these videos and all these things. But this feels like a really amazing way of connecting with the community at large and just being like, Hey, this is, this is what, this is what I do. This is what we do. And this is what we have to offer and share. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't I know. back it. I, I mean, That's... I'm excited about the concept. I'm excited to watch you and I'm excited to be able to to squeeze the the juice a little bit because that's something that you know I miss I miss parts of it and there's no way I feel like I have the the ability to commit the time that it's going to take and so I'm amped for you and I'm I'm excited to play around as well there's there is it is to me it's one of the ultimate forms of expression especially if you want to say something that matters and compete right because there's that there's things that people do and used to do a lot which is I'd rather show up and express myself than win and then you don't win but you make a point and then there's the people who just want to win and they're borderline unex uninspiring unless you are such a coffee geek that you're seeing all the detail work going into the play and so i do believe that the most impactful competitors are those who are able to do both yeah and it sounds like that's what you would like to be and so those are the presentations that like inspired me the most mm -hmm. coming up you know especially like I, th I think a lot about like charles bavinsky's performance and i think it was 2015 and then andrea allen as well mm -hmm. in 2017 or 2018 i forget but those those specific competitions like really resonated with me because it was like about the coffee but also about this aspect of like service and like the places that the coffee comes from and yeah. I don't know, those have the deepest impact for me at least and you know i'm i love coffee and i'm excited about coffee but i'm also excited about the full to me that is the 
that is the like challenge of being a barista is you are like delivering on a highly technical level, like to get the best out of the, the products that you're working with. You need to be super dialed into what you are doing, but then you are also there to deliver that to someone else. You know, yeah. like you ultimately do not, you should know what the final product you're serving tastes like, but you don't know what exactly that tastes like. So the more dialed in, the more, you know, you're delivering that experience, but then there's also the human side of it, of like meeting someone eye to eye, you know, mm-hmm. and not just throwing a fucking like cappuccino on the counter and being like, cappuccino but like actually being like hey patty i made this for you yeah like that's you know that and that's like you know obviously that's like the thinnest slice of what it looks like but there's like extrapolating that out is what excites me is like mm-hmm. i don't know sorry i'm getting into it this is the most i've talked about this i've like it's time right? that's why i brought you to the table and, uh, dude i'd like I, I planted the seed that i was interested in doing this but it's good to it's good to flush this out yeah when was the when was the day that's so i mean i know you said it's slow boil but there's still a day you wake up and be like i'm gonna say it I'm going to tell somebody that I'm competing. I told Wiser a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like, it was it was a Thursday. We 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 normally film our barista tips videos on Thursdays. Yeah, right. Michael and I tend to get deep in the sauce when we make our uh, when we make our videos. Also, shameless plug: go check out the the YouTube videos Dude, that we have. Finally, on guys. Cat and Cloud uh, YouTube's uh, Cat and Cloud's YouTube channel. They're they're fun. I've been enjoying making them and getting to share some pieces of what we do. And it's been a, I, I feel like I have the easy job because Michael does all the back end work of editing and putting it all together and helping me refine the scripts and whatnot. And but yeah, seriously, check them out. It's been fun to do. But and after we do those filming sessions, we always get into these deeper Deep, yeah. existential conversations about you know as I'm work, packing equipment life. away and Mark is standing there not knowing what to do. I I'm... I figured out how to take apart the lamp the the light shade. What do you what just call it a lamp? I called it a lamp. Yeah, it's, it's a display. <laughs> Version light. I don't even know what. what hey, you know what? Is. Pixar has a lamp. Hey, and I'm doing getting all the right. teleprompter. <laughs> I'm working on the teleprompter. I'm learning. Like I, I, I can now fold an extension cord in a way that doesn't upset Michael, which is good. Oh, that's I, a rare. That's, that's a rare, rare thing. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, hold on. Was... Hold on. We should take a second to shameless plug ourselves. We never do this on this podcast and in general. And it's like, guess what? We actually could use help. We could definitely use more exposure. Could you share and like and subscribe and send this to friends if it matters to you and let people know that we're an awesome company that or is worth working with and that we are uh, that exactly. I mean, we never ask for this stuff, and I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with that. In general, in life, if you also are out there and you're like, hey, I could use help with something, like, let's do it. If uh, Mark's sitting here, he is an amazing wholesale partner provider. Uh, he's rad. You should you hear him now if you have coffee in your company that's not roasted by you and, like, you want to work with somebody awesome. This is what he sounds like. He works with somebody named Gene, who's also really awesome. Like, holla. Okay. That's not a shameless plug because guess what? Everybody needs I'll just, something. I'll just put the ad music under that. Yeah, part dude, of put the, the ad music. Put some <laughs> elevator music. Everybody stop being wussies and stop asking. Jared, ask for what you need. Jared Truby, podcast sponsor. Yeah, dude, podcast sponsor. I'm, I'll sponsor everybody's podcast with some positive vibes. Oh, man. Anyways, back was, to you. Yeah, it was, it was a Thursday. Just, we were having one of those conversations. Like, we were having one of those conversations and. When Mark is going to share something really important, he'll pause before he says it. And does he pause like Chuck or does he pause like Mark? Chuck, uh, you he know pa- that one too, huh? He pauses like Mark. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It's like, dude. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to p- compete. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and for me, so my history with barista competitions was in 20, uh, 2010, I walk into the Abbey here in town, and they have a projector set up on their pull down screen and uh, they say behind the bar oh we're getting ready to watch our boss compete in barista competitions well, Sarah. Sarah P and um, and that was my first introduction to oh there's a 
there's something more than just than just getting a coffee. There's there's a competition for it. Oh, and that just you know snowballed into. I, I think next year, the year after that, I learned of you and you and Chris, and yeah. that you guys were competing. And I remember being inside of. Verve on 41st and Sean White was roasting in the space next door. Yeah. And he would hold up a sign like so and so's competing right now. And like I think I had my 17-inch MacBook Pro set up on the bar. It was like the biggest screen like anyone yeah. had around so we, the yeah. compet- so we put the comp so we put the competitions up on that. That was fun. Yeah, I remember I, I remember like vividly like I was I think I had just started working on like working as a barista at Verve at Seabright and Mac had been doing some training with me and yeah. he was telling me he was like dude the worlds are on and i was like oh awesome when and he's like 4 a.m and i <laughs> i woke up at 4 a.m to like watch the competitions that year and it was it was super it was a live stream from yeah. ireland i think oh, and it yeah. was Great. super like i remember that season poor yeah. quality like mm-hmm. that but i was i i don't know it's just like that's there's there's that weight to it like when you learn like wait people compete doing this shit mm-hmm. it's but, like it's yeah it adds like a for me at least at that time like at that stage it gave me something to be like Oh, you can do this. Like, yeah, you can work as a barista. Like, any, like you can get a job and make coffee. But then you, there's like that version of this, which yeah. is like the highest level. And for me, yeah, for me, when I get invested in a place, I want to do everything I can to support it. And like, for example, when Verve hosted the regionals here in Santa Cruz, yeah, I remember somehow I ended up doing sound for it. Yeah, and I also I helped, think I remember you micing me up actually. I, I, definitely should not have been doing sound for it because i definitely did not (laughs) was not the best probably but i just wanted to help and i remember making lizzie's menu cards for her setup and i just remember being wanting to engage with it as much as i can and i knew that at the time you were practicing inside of verve's training lab at their roastery and i just in the nerdiest part of me wanted to like be a fly on the wall for those so much they're so intense and so when mark when you told me that you were competing i was literally driving home and i'm thinking like this is our time (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna we're doing it again it's happening i'm gonna be a part of it somehow and so when you told me there was that fly there was yeah i get to be that fly but there was some excitement i went home and i started reading the rules because i'm like i want to know i want to help as much as i can Mm. i'm invested so I don't know. There was a team mentality yeah. to it, to where I was really excited, and I thought, "Cool, we're we're gonna do this." And as much as you say, as much as you're the one competing, I feel like I want to rally behind you as much as I can no, I, and I be a team it. member, part of it. I think I need that because I, I, okay, if I'm being honest, I knew I wanted to compete leaving SCA, but I also have a bad streak of being like. I'm going to do this. I'm going to like start this workout plan or start this. And then I tell someone about it. And it's just, I get the satisfaction. You were supposed to ride your bike this morning. I was supposed to ride. Well, Hey, I got to go somewhere directly after work. (laughs) I got my reasons. I I didn't want to do that to myself. I really wanted to think about it. So I was hesitant to do that. But I, I also knew when I told you that you would get that fire because that's, I don't know. I, we just have that. You snowball. I I just, that snowball. Fireball, if you will. And and it's been, it it has been that like, felt like the flames been cranked up since I told you because, my my favorite was when I uh I was we were at our like leadership meeting last week and I yeah. like mentioned that I wanted to do it and the first thing Chris Baca said was no you won't, no, you won't. <laughs> you're not gonna do it and you're, I'm just like no you won't yeah we are let's it. fucking go <laughs> you're not gonna do it 
Yeah. So I like the I like the challenge, and I like the uh, the I, I feel the pressure in a good way now. You know, yeah. where it's like I knew it was something that I wanted to do, and now it's like, great, I'm doing it. Like, and there there's uh, yeah, there's just that level of like commitment to it that I feel now. How whereas- would you compare barista competitions to something else for for someone else in a different industry? Like, is there is there a comparison you can make for somebody who doesn't know? Or That's is- a good question. I think maybe I mean. Jared might be able to speak better to this, but like CrossFit competitions and things like that, because to to be, it's still a relatively niche thing, you know, it's not, it's not like in the same way, like the NBA championships happen and like everyone's paying attention to some degree, like even people that don't watch basketball are aware that it's going on or the Super Bowl or Mm -hmm. something like that. But it's something that resonates throughout the community. So if you're like active in that community and you're paying attention to it, that's kind of where the level that I'd be. So I think it's, you know, maybe to the level of like when like skateboard like programs go on or something like that, or when yeah, competitions happen. I mean, the competition itself is most closely linked to a competition style. Like if you've ever seen Chopped, it's three courses. You make them, judges taste them. Yeah, it's live though, so that's different. Chopped, Chopped is kind of live in the day, but it's like it's it's public. People can watch. It's live. You don't get a chance to mess up. Uh, you know, and then and then it has changed a bit, right? So there's there's a different way to compete now. There's the preliminaries, which is uh less less curated. It's by yourself. It's a like, kind of a bit of a collaboration, and then you should talk a little bit about that. And then there's the bigger show, which is where you do a full competition run through. You know, and they're they're different things altogether. So you, I was gonna ask you about that, right? Like, first of all, like, what are you most in? Well, actually, second of all, would be that. Like, what part are you most intimidated by? But first, maybe walk people through, like, how's the progression go, right? So you're going to sign up. Then what yeah. happens? Yeah, What's so right now, they're, uh, where the whole process is, is yeah. they are, like, host locations are applying to host the preliminaries. Yeah. Preliminaries go on uh, where you have... I was just reading over this last Friday and like really diving into it. So sorry if this isn't 100% accurate. Oh, it's, just it's, get give, into give it. the gist to but the you're people. you're basically doing, uh, like, a... Consent, a more concise version of the competition. You are provided an option of two coffees. I believe you can use one or both or create a blend, but they have to be coffees that are provided from you that cannot be from the, a company that you work for. Yep. With those coffees, you are making an espresso and a cappuccino course yep. while serving them to judges where there's still a technical judge, a sensory judge, and a head judge that is observing. Um, and then from there, if you make it through the prelims, I believe there's another layer of qualifiers. Mm-hmm. And then after the qualifiers is the actual competition at SCA, which is like the uh, like semifinals and finals, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm not do mistaken, they not I, do regionals anymore? Is that, I think it's a whole different world now. Replaced regionals. I think yep. qualifiers are is what is at. Like that's day one of mm. SCA, if I'm not mistaken. I could be that. That's where I got fuzzy. My my main thing was like prelims. As soon as those are scheduled, I'm dialing that in. Yeah. You know, I'm starting reviewing the rules and like the steps of what those processes look like. But they haven't even announced the dates for the prelims yet because the hosts are applying. Yeah. So it's still that's still very much in the works. Mm-hmm. And you know, it'll be easier for me. I'm a very like having that target date is super helpful for me. So knowing when that is, like, I yeah. can start preparing now. But as soon as I have that, that's like okay, this is right because you can at least practice your technical skills. At the end of the day, it'll be the first portion. It'll be a two course, two course menu of two coffees that Mark, one or two coffees that Mark has nothing to do with at all yet and knows nothing about. So at the end of the day, he'll have to make an espresso and a cappuccino. I believe you can use whatever milk you'd like in that cappuccino. Yeah, they they changed the rules this the year. Score so sheets, the adding, score sheet, 
Yeah, adding uh, alternative milks is a big thing this year that they changed the rules with. Yeah, if that's, you know, that'll, that'll be your choice, and it also will have to work well in the context of the score sheet. So, you know, whether that's a good idea or not will be up to you and how you play with your coffees. So that'll be first and foremost. Yeah, great. You'll serve those things. It only takes five to seven minutes to do those things. You know, I think that I don't actually think that's the time frame you have maybe. I can't remember offhand. I forget if you get 20 or 15 minutes all in. I think you get 20 oh, yeah, minutes. So you get like seven minutes of setup sure, and, and then the in. actual, mm-hmm. maybe it's like a 12 minute presentation. Yeah. And I was just reviewing this stuff like more seriously. Last Friday they did a, uh, but last Friday yeah. they did a like a Instagram call. live the with like Coffee Champs, on? the yeah. SCA uh, to talk about like what it looks like to apply to be a host, you know? So it's uh-huh. very, it's very early stages in this. Yep. And, and like, either way, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm going to go to prelims and do my best there and we'll see where that takes us. But mm-hmm. it's just, I'm committed to that process of exploring this yeah. as like a, as an avenue of competition and challenge and, you know, just yeah. putting, putting myself out there and putting us out there as a company. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, if you make it through and you go to the big show, then it's, espresso cappuccino and then you get to create a signature drink sans alcohol no alcohol in the signature drink and that's that's going to be a culinary creation of the mind which is really fun as well and same thing but you'll you'll give your three courses your service your show you'll tell them your motivations and and walk them through the whole process so that's just for everybody listening if you haven't got it's been a while since we've talked about barista competitions on this platform that's that's how it will work and there'll be a progression hopefully uh we'll be there so now the second part say you're at the bigger show what what's feeling right now like the most intimidating to you or the most like whoa that's going to be unique definitely the signature beverage yeah. the signature beverage is something that is pretty new to me like i've i've served a lot of beverages but i've never necessarily been part of curating those beverages yeah. and cafe programs and coffee programs and i very much enjoy them and the experience of them but the actual aspect of creating it is something that's just intimidating you know yeah. when you especially i was watching all the competitions for worlds and there's people got dry ice going there are these percolators there's all these different pieces of equipment that you know it's i don't even know what they are and yeah that's intimidating but at the same time i i like a challenge and i like learning about something that i don't know about and i uh i feel like that aspect in particular is something you are incredibly uh good I like on. To so have fun with it yeah. yeah you like having fun with it so i'm, I'm excited to uh, squeeze you for knowledge and inspiration and you don't have a co- minimum of three pieces of equipment your collaborate. coffee's not gonna be good enough <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, dude, we used to have to do so much. I had so many rigged up things. I made a Sabayon like live on stage, which is uh, it's like a live double boiled custard. And I had to create, I used like a, a handle that used to be for a siphon. And I got one of those Aero Latte whippers to turn it on and like spins. And then I had my egg yolks and custard, like all the ingredients. And I poured it in the bowl and I had it, it was a copper bowl and I had it just whisking <laughs> while I was doing the competition for like 10 minutes to make that fluffy nummy. You're going to have a good time. We're going to make some nice I'm excited. And then the other part, I don't feel as intimidated. I mean, I I feel intimidated by this, but in a very doable way, is just really, like, dialing in the story that we want to tell and finding the right coffee, you know? Because, like, this is the beginning stages. Like, we we don't have a coffee selected for this that we are going to use, but now is the time to figure that out. So I'm I'm excited about, like, working with, like, Charles, you know, on the green side, Charles and Dulce, and, you know, you and Chris, just to figure out, out like, the types of coffee that fit into this caliber of what we're doing and then telling that story in the most accurate way, you know, because Mm -hmm. there's, 
there's the part of me that wants to go up there with like Damien's coffee, you know, sure. and like, cause, which is amazing and it's our favorite and we love it. But then there's the reality of like score sheets, the score sheet and like the caliber and mm-hmm. quality levels that these other competitors are bringing to it, you know? So yeah. it's, that's, that's an aspect of consideration, not trying to diminish Damien's coffee at all. Cause yeah, you it's can go my all fucking the place. favorite and I love yeah. it. And I mean, uh, Pete Licata got second in the world with, you know, coffee from Hawaii. So, I mean, you can, you can make the coffee, you can find a way. Yeah. With the right coffees, no matter what, and from a lot of different regions. Still, though, you have to, you know, that requires everybody to work together. Yeah. Requires a roaster, requires a profile, everybody. So I feel you. Maybe, maybe that will be the coffee. Maybe it won't. There's definitely opportunity on the table. I think it's going to be quite the journey, and it's fun. It does bring people together. It brings interest to the company and the town. You know, I mean, when we were competing for Verve. People were interested. Like I mean, they ask about it, they talk about it. Yeah, it's I watch that you guys with sports and just like how invested you get in the team and you know what's going on. Draft is going on right now, where people are making all their trades, right? Free yeah, agency, baby. It's all <laughs> getting wild. Everyone's talking about it. So I feel like this is the same for us right now, to where it's just like season hasn't even been scheduled, but you know we're starting to talk about it. We're doing that pre work. And yeah, there's a lot of anticipation. Tish, tish, There's a lot of anticipation that comes with it that, like, I don't know, it builds. I don't know. I'm excited about it. I'm just excited to see, you know, be a part of something and help build something bigger and be in the crowd and yell for you when we when it's happening. <laughs> I love you, Mark. Oh, Mark. Well, I wanna I want I wanna pick Jared's brain a little bit because you've been there and you've Give done it. Up it. For I, Mark's I, espresso. I know, I know it's changed a lot since then, but what were the hardest pieces for you to put together when you were in that? prep mindset what do you think were like the most you know the most valuable like wins losses failures like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well i mean we had it different at the we weren't using scales in competition until towards the end so that was unique so we had to get really really robotic we had to know how to dose coffee and feel it within like 0.1 grams and we were good at that so we were able to do that and have our time we had our timers for the shots but same thing you have to you become robotic Beep. No, you become a professional, actually, is what I should say. You're able to see things and do things at a level that are, like, as high as it gets. You don't have those tools. So that for us, that was always the challenge is being perfect. <laughs> like, literally, you know? Like, you're, you are, everything becomes a dance. And how, what's it going to take for you to be in your flow state and to, to be able to do that dance? What's it going to take for you to have something to say that matters so that you're actually motivated consistently through the process even when you're tired and over pouring cappuccinos over and over and over again how are you going to pour your cappuccinos you know is it is it going to be pitcher sharing is it going to be all from one like that's i poured cappuccinos from one pitcher and then you have to get your latte art right and so you just get in these spaces where you're all fuck i don't want to pour four cappuccinos again for the thousandth time because i need to get these scores up but that's what you got to do um the fails the fails are just imminent all over the place the fails are the fails signature drinks are disgusting at first you have a concept and you're like that's gross i gotta change it that's gross i'm gonna change it adjust 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 that's all of what competition is uh having no ego and the ability to be like why are you doing it this way and making it better and then also being able to address like why you are making the decisions you are are you making them because of your ego you know sometimes you want to do things in a competition because you're trying to serve yourself over win and that's important to know too i don't think that's going to really be an issue for you but people people have 
not succeeded and won a competition they could have won because they wanted to do something they wanted to do that was more important to them and you got to weigh those options so i mean things to remember are where can you get the points and oftentimes people lose on simple things you know like uh wiping your cappuccino pitchers afterwards whether this is the same now as it was then that was like a point per pitcher if it was clean versus not and those points add up you know knowing where your multipliers are and making sure that you know a multiplier of six on an espresso with these certain areas and nailing that is going to be far better than having one or two things that look really amazing over here. And if you spend the time in the right places, you get the most out of it. So there's a lot of learning along the way, you know, and nerves. I'd say the hardest thing in general is nerves for me. Always was nerves. Because I would be, I wasn't only competing for me, which is what I appreciate about you. I was competing for a company. I was competing for me and a company, but ultimately it was like, hey, let's, I'm showing up for this whole company. and. For me, that makes it twofold. That means it's like, if I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. And if I'm not good enough, this company's not good enough. So that put a lot of pressure on me as an individual. <laughs> and I don't want, I don't, I don't feel that way for you. That's how I internalized it, being coming from where I was and the stories I told myself. It's not going to be that way, f in my opinion, for you as well, because I think our company has an identity that's amazing and meaningful as is. And so I would, hope that you feel less pressure in in the way that I'm speaking about how I felt it for myself when we were opening Verve. It was like that I moved to Santa Like my whole life revolved around if this company, and it's, it does now too, technically, but I believe in what we got. But I was a big part of like, is this company going to work or not? Is how I felt. And if uh, I don't do well, then people aren't going to look at this specialty coffee company as, as a great specialty coffee company. And so that was a lot of pressure. I think we we already know that we're a great specialty coffee company, and I'm not worried about you winning or losing based on that. I'm I'm more willing on to back how you show up and and feel good about it no matter what. So uh, I don't know if that helps you. I mean, no, it does. It's super. It's insightful. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It comes down to those reps, dude. Yeah, you know, like we we've moved to a place where there's a lot automated. So those reps in terms of turning on and off the machine and getting into the flow thinking about those details and then you get your if you get your music to it then you can start setting your music oh, towards man. where it transitions when you need to transition and so you can kind of really get into your flow i mean i used to have it down to where there'd be times where the beat would be there and i'd have like i'm planning to tap my picture from steaming tap tap to the beat and that's stuff that people in the audience would think oh cool that happened on accident like no that happened because i planned it <laughs> like that was the level we'd get to uh and i'd suggest Working your way there, it's also your first competition, and you can't beat experience when it comes to competing. So yeah. there's going to be a level of – I've seen it over and over and over again. I think you're going to be set up because of your tenure in coffee to do better at this. But, you know, everybody's ready to go. They're killing it, and they get on the stage, and it's their first time on the stage. And it's like, things didn't go how I expected them to go, even in terms of what I did. Like, I squeezed the, the whipped cream canister and sprayed stuff everywhere, you know, or I poured yeah. faster. I just, like – you know, like, so finding ways, that's another thing. I'd find ways to challenge you to feel very stressed out and competing a few times before you get there. Yeah. That really weird things. That reminds me a lot about, like, the first time going and doing latte art throwdowns. Yeah. Like, where, you know, you can work, have, like, your, like, hundreds of hours behind a bar, but no matter what, the first time you step on the behind the bar to do a throwdown, <laughs> you're going to get shaking. I hate it. Shaking. Yeah. Whereas you do that three or four times, and then it's just like, 
I'm pouring some milk into some coffee yeah. and I'm going to make it look pretty, yeah. you know? And it's like, yeah, there's people around, but I stand in cafes every day that are this full of people, you know? Yep. Where it's, But it just, t- it takes getting up there and doing it a few times. So yeah. I, I agree. That's something that I've been thinking about is how we can replicate that and maybe call the team in and just be like, yeah. hey, watch, observe this. We should and, we should call the community in, honestly, and do some yeah, run-throughs do for them. run, serve them. Yeah. yeah. I mean... The thing that I think I, I appreciate about you is your mindset's already certain people thrive and they enjoy that that competition mindset. You know, some people kind of settle into that. You know, Chris is somebody who likes to settle into that competition is like, oh yeah, and like you take it to another level. I feel like you're similar in that way. And that's not how everybody performs. So I think you are gonna have an advantage in that way where you you can get yourself and be like, I do this, you know, this is who I am in a good way and not this is this is who I need to be. I gotta show up, you know. And so I think you got an advantage there. Yeah, and that's where I don't I don't feel like I'm trying to be something that I'm yeah. not. You know, uh-huh. I, I just feel like it's to me the thing that I hold more sacred is like nailing the storytelling, nailing the like I, I, I feel I believe in my ability to do the reps to get good at the technical aspects yeah. that I need to do. And like I I have no doubt in my ability to that, not diminishing how hard it's gonna be, how much time yeah, no, I don't think you are. labor of love that it will be. Yeah. But there's the other, the intangibles are the things that's that's harder. It's just like, is the story right? Is the signature beverage a good representation with the coffee? Like, does this mm-hmm. coffee accurately represent? Where's my through line? Where's my through line? Exactly. All those things are the 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 fuzzier parts of the harder ones. You know, you get like a score sheet that's with technical that matters things. The most like, to me. that's yeah. reps. That's yeah. just you know, that's showing up every day. And yeah. I, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> For me, that's what I'm looking forward to hearing and seeing more is what's going to come out of you and where can we connect all of that to some sort of bigger story that's the magic that should be in in competition across the board is having some form of position and something to say that matters to the greater industry that's also personal and that's that's something that doesn't actually happen a ton in barista competitions and that's okay because they're formulated that way but they don't have to be i think that's where the real creatives come into play and i for me i'd say that's that's the opportunity for everybody have like a have something that's actually emotionally connected and heartfelt to share yeah that's that's where i would like to get Mm -hmm. and that's a big that feels like a big goalpost you know that's a big goalpost everywhere i don't take that take that lightly either you know and i don't i don't take it i don't take lightly how big the goalpost is of just going like going up on the stage and just talking about your coffee and Mm -hmm. how it was processed and the people behind it like i that's also hugely impactful and important but that to me carries a similar weight to what I love about service, which is connecting to the people that are around you and Mm -hmm. making it approachable in a way, you know, making it something like I love being able to like serve someone a beverage that I know is perfect. And someone's just expecting a cup of coffee and then they have it. And it's just like, Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be that moment where they remember it. And that's awesome. (laughs) Something about that sounds familiar. (laughs) Could be something. We say it a fair amount of time, but it's, it's it's my favorite thing, dude. People's like, I still remember that cappuccino you made me like scott rail you still made me one of the best cappuccinos i ever had in north america <laughs> oh, cool man 2009 called and i'm glad i could do that for you <laughs> you know like <laughs> just those moments happen and you you get to be them and i'd i'd say maybe that'd be a super cool goal and a challenge for somebody you know going to a barista competition you get them to and you look you get to see like yeah. how much do they drink and it's like if they like it it's one of my favorites you see an empty couple cappuccino that'd be one of the things yeah i pounded that cappuccino i drank the whole thing <laughs> like Sick. You had 26 coffees today and you decided to pound my cappuccino. That means it's pretty good. Yeah. 5.5 would, would drink again. And yeah, I, I'm, 5.5, 5 yeah. out of five. No, six, six, 5.5 5 out of six. I, oh, I'm, is that the, tra- is that the score sheet? 
I mean, I this moment, I, you can't quote me on today's score sheet, but that was the score gotcha. sheet. I got five and a half on my cappuccinos because I was very Ayo. good at cappuccinos. Yeah, I I have no I have no illusions that this is going to be easy or that I will succeed immediately either. You know, sure. like I I almost have this expectation of going to the first preliminaries and falling flat on my face and then having to go to another preliminaries because you are allowed to go to multiple ones sure. around the country, you know? But to me, that's getting those reps in and that's mm-hmm. like that's what we're looking at doing. That is what we are like that is what this is, you know? So this year, next year, like I'm I feel good about this path and an avenue of pursuit and I feel, yeah, I don't know. And how you show up is really what's going to bring a lot of the lasting results anyway. Both for you, for, you know, our team that watches, but also everybody that you interact with, you know, and representing the company, like how you show up in that way is, is meaningful. And even how you carry yourself, you know, if you don't make those top, whatever, everybody who's watching you can't tell what your coffee tasted like. And this is pretty classic, you know, that's why you'll see, you'll be like, oh, they killed it. And then they don't make finals or semifinals. You're like, huh, you know, so we also, you, and that's still valuable, by the way, you know, yeah. that's still valuable in how you carry yourself and how you represent. So I think that the other side of that, bringing it back to the team, doing things like you guys used to do, which was like taste the competition where you would take over a cafe and like you and Chris would just be doing, you know, doing your signature drinks in the cafe so people could experience it. Yeah. You know, that could be interesting for the team as well. Just to be like, Hey, I'm going to be on bar setting the intention that I set in the competition so you can see it. You can taste it. You That'd can be like, super fun. Yeah. Let's get a couple of linear minis and pop them up at Aptos here and there and start just do like some sig drink runs. I can, I can make my coffee cherry again. We can start playing that I game. I mean, that's where the birth of the one on one came from. That right? is definitely where the birth of the one on one came from is we ran out of stuff at one of these competitions. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I had to balance a, cap- or a macchiato and an espresso on one plate. And Chris was all, hell no, you're going to drop that everywhere. I was like, no, I won't. <laughs> Although, let's be real, everybody around our cafes and every other cafe still does drop them. But <laughs> not me, dog. There's been talks not about once. the custom plate. Yeah, we should definitely <laughs> get that custom plate. But <laughs> For I didn't drop years. it, nor have I ever dropped one. True story. And uh, the one in one was created say. that way. What is this? It's a one in one You didn't know that? Duh. That was the best part. I, I don't know why you didn't know that. It's got a thick candy shell. <laughs> Your brain's got that shell. Surprised you didn't know it. that. Well, <sighs> well, competition. What's the so? What's the next next step? Is figuring out the prelims. Yeah, next step is figuring out the prelims. Still just like entrenching myself in the rules and then the score sheets and just really getting to know those processes and starting the. Uh, I'm I'm putting together like a schedule for myself to like get reps in. I wanted to start ordering coffees that i don't know you know because i'm intimately familiar with most of the coffees on our menu at any given day but get them and we'll pull them i want to start ordering coffees from all over the place you know just practice tasting the the things that will be challenging is practicing talking about them in the way they'd like you to right like the tactile versus the sensorial and etc etc like it's unique not everybody talks about the coffee like that all the time and you have to be specific you have to say it Clear. You're also serving people, you know, and I guess we're going to get into the weeds a little bit, but you're serving people. So people don't remember everything. They're also in this moment with you for the first time, right? So it's something you're going to have a great advantage of. But thinking about the person receiving your coffee, trying to taste it, trying to have their own experience while also writing the notes down and trying to hear you and write down what you have to say about it. So you think about it. How can we, again, make this experience as 
meaningful, memorable. Memorable is actually using our mission would be hugely key here. Yeah, that's because they have to remember in order to score you accurately. You know what I'm saying? Like the head judge is going to be helpful for this because that's their job is to make sure that they hear you and do as best you can. That's why they're kind of to the side. They're not directly in front of you, but you know, they're trying to remember, okay, they, he said this tactile and he said these flavor notes and he said this, and he said to stir three times or whatever, you know, like all these things they're trying to remember to, to do their best. And they're also just people judges. So that'll be, I would say that's one of the best opportunities to make sure you optimize your performances. Look through the guest's eyes, everybody, and apply how they might receive your experience and score it. Which, man, maybe you could do that in your cafes. Try it. Hey, everyone. That's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week.